0: Hello and welcome to the walk and love podcast. I am TJ
1: and I'm Brooke
0: and today we are going to talk about being kind to others and being kind to yourself oh. You look great today, babe. Thanks. Kindness
1: <laughs> I didn't curl my hair and I feel very
0: different Okay, I didn't curl my hair either. I feel the same
1: I just keep looking at the screen and it's like so straight.
0: It's like so straight. Babe, it's like, like so super straight. straight. <laughs> your hair, you, you rock a lot of polka dots. Oh, shit. Yes, did. you
1: rock a lot of polka dots. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Uh, it really means so much to, it, uh, to us. Today, we are going to talk about another design that will be a part of the spring collection coming out April 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern. How many times do you think I've said April 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern? So not far. Enough. Not enough. Okay, but that's when it's coming out.
1: What? I'm sorry, when?
0: April 9th, 9 p.m. Not Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. On the day of our that's Lord, April 9th, the year 2021, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. The collection will go live, and it's cool looking.
1: So if I wake up at 9 a.m. that and day, I've got 12 hours.
0: If, you, if the math is right, I don't know. I'm not a DMD. I don't know. <laughs> 9 to
1: 9, that's yeah. about the only math I know Okay. A day. Yeah.
0: Um, so if you're part of the text group, you've seen this design. Cause it was the first preview that we sent. It says, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. Um, and today we're going to talk about it. It may or may not have a tie-dye shirt. That's all I'm, I'm going to say. There may or may not be tie-dye shirts in this collection. That's it. That's it. That's all I I'm going to say. Don't know. I don't know.
1: How would we know that?
0: But, I mean, are you saying see the world or see world? Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, so, Before we go get into that design a little bit, here's full disclosure. Okay. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Be kind to others and be kind to yourself. Pretty straightforward.
1: Yeah. Do we really have to talk about it?
0: But (laughs) then I started writing notes and I got a lot of notes, baby. Okay. So this might be a long one. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I need two classes. Wow, 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 wow. Um, So... Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to do all the segments. Whoa. I need a button that's like, all the segments.
1: Okay, well, just got that <laughs> clip back when okay. you're editing this week.
0: Today, we're going to do all the segments. <laughs> I think, I'm hoping I got the sound right. Someone said the sound on YouTube was uh, bad. Not normal. Not normal. It was like super low. Sunny does come up here and touch every button and turn every knob. Yeah. So that might have been it, but <laughs> we're not sure. But they said the podcast sounded fine, so it was just YouTube. Just the YouTube. Just the tubes. Yeah. Just the tubers. Um, uh, but before we go into the design and do all the segments, <laughs> we are going to go through some of your comments. Uh, first and foremost, we are very aware now that there was a show called Swamp People. See? On the History Channel about it, hunting crocodiles or alligators or can fish just or picture I don't know.
1: Someone, it's two guys like being like I'm going to go under and then the one guy like is like ooh, like a lot of shaky footage, you know. Yeah. Like handheld cam yeah. way back in the day. And this guy just like goes under and like reaches into this weird swamp hole and like pulls out some creature and I yeah. was like,
0: "I don't well, want to watch this. And you can expect the VHS set for your <gasps> anniversary gift. So I'll have to also buy you a VCR. <laughs> Both <laughs> gifts coming your way for our anniversary. Uh,
1: um, 12 years.
0: Yeah, Swamp People. Right? <laughs> we're still working on a name. It's not Swamp People. We can't take a name that's already um, been taken. No, no, no. Um uh, Julia said last week's episode uh took her from that's a cool design to being able to see the design as an actual reminder, which makes my heart sing because that's why we make t shirts to yeah. actually remind you, which is cool yep. oh speaking of t shirts if you're watching
1: there it is there it is swamp, swamp dragon swamp
0: dragon jersey hot off I the presses have worn mine. Um, uh natasha asked uh what episode does she need to listen <laughs> to to get the upstairs or downstairs joke so
1: it was more back when we were in the basement. We definitely said it more then.
0: yeah. So upstairs or downstairs, babe comes from the office, but they actually never say that we've we rewatched we've shortened
1: that. it and changed it.
0: It's from the dinner party episode, which is just one of the best episodes they ever, yeah. they ever created. Um, and they're getting the, they're getting ready. Jan and Michael are ready to give Jim and Pam the tour and they go upstairs or downstairs, babe. And he's like, I don't know, babe. And that, that's not even and the they don't right. Even say that. But do you want to start upstairs yeah. or I don't know? Um, But they say the word "babe" like six times in a really short period of time. So we so that's we shorten it to upstairs or downstairs, babe. So it's not from one of our episodes. It's from the office. Yeah. Um, And it would be a sound clip, but we've totally changed it, so it doesn't exist that way. It's like, are you saying "see the world" or "see world"? We've changed it. uh another popular comment this week was uh the tongue is the rudder, it steers the whole ship, which was actually it's actually from the Bible. Everyone was like, This is really good. And I'm like, way Yeah. To go, TJ. It's from the Bible. Actually, I said it that way because that's the way it's written in a brand new line in on the album in a song, in a song Deja Nintendo. Stone is the rudder, steers the whole ship. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I would read the whole verse from which that came in James, it's from James three to one, uh, three, one to 12. And I'm reading it in the message. I felt like, you know, because it, because so many people were like, that was so good. I feel like, why don't we read it? So it can be so good again for all of us, but in in more detail written in the Holy scriptures of the Lord, our God is an awesome God.
1: (laughs) I would like that version of the Bible, please.
0: (laughs) The Holy scriptures. It's like (laughs) the
1: longest abbreviation ever.
0: What version of the Bible do you read? The The holy uh, scriptures of the Lord our God is an awesome God, Alpha and Omega, beginning and end. What scriptures do you read? Oh, the message? Cool. (laughs) Uh (laughs) The best joke is what scripture do you read? And you say ESV, extra sanctified version. (laughs) But I'm going to read from the message. Okay. Uh, Don't be in any rush to become a teacher, my friends. Teaching is highly responsible work. Teachers are held to the strictest standards and none of us is perfectly qualified. We get it wrong nearly every time we open our mouths. If you could find someone whose speech was perfectly true, you'd be, you'd have a perfect person in perfect control of life. A bit in the mouth of horse controls the whole, whole horse, a small rudder on the huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest winds. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. It only takes a spark, remember, to set, fire, set off a forest fire. A careless or wrong place word of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, send the whole world up in smoke, and go up and smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. Wow. Yeah.
1: From the pit? Tree. From the pit,
0: yeah. I fell in the pit. Uh this is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild. A wan- a wanton killer. <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say a wanton? Sounds <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> <That's> delicious. <laughs> a
0: wanton I, I, I am the wanton killer. <laughs>
1: Uh, where'd you get your name? <laughs> the Bible.
0: <laughs> you felt my hesitation. You felt my hesitation. <laughs> and you know,
1: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can't. I can't. Oh, there's no way. All,
0: All right, I here we go. Lock it up. <laughs> With our tongues, we bless God, our Father with the same tongue we curse the very men and women he made in his image. This is not funny. Curses and blessings on the same out. Church giggles. Oh, my friends, this can't go on. A spring doesn't gush fresh water one day and brackish water the next. Does it? Apple trees don't bear strawberries, do they? Raspberry bushes don't bear apples, do they? You're not going to dip into a polluted mud hole and get a cup of clean, cool water. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, people
1: would know they're, they're in those polluted mud holes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that is a great, that is, that is a great, that is such reason. a powerful
0: <laughs> piece of scripture. I mean, all scripture is powerful, but <laughs> that just like, and that really, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit with kindness and being kind to others and how your words are a huge part of that. Um, but, people really connected with the tongue is the rudder. It steers the whole ship. And so yeah. I just wanted to be like, that is not for me. And it's not from the band brand new. It's from the Bible. <laughs> Boom. It's from Jesus. It's from Jesus. I
1: don't uh, know. It's written in red. Uh,
0: it's literally from um, Jesus. And then the comment of the week goes to Stephen Mc- Marquart, who we were given a hard time for just drinking hot or cold bean water, like a psycho um, with no happiness added. And he said, First, he had a really good point to make, but I'm not going to read that part. <laughs> I'm just going to read this part. My name is pronounced Mar Quart, like a quart of milk, which I do not use in my coffee. <laughs> love your friendly neighborhood psychopath. Stephen. Well, we love you, Stephen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a good sport about it. Um, and thank you for joining the conversation. Um, it really means a lot to us. Um, we say that every week because it does. It encourages us to get all this set up, Keep going. Show up every week. Yep. we to do her makeup once a week. <laughs> I know. It's great. Uh, uh, um, speaking, of your, speaking of weeks, how was your week, babe?
1: My week was good. The sun came out. You're on day two of weather above 60 degrees.
0: I like it.
1: And I think we're all going to make it.
0: We're going to make it. Yeah. We're going to make it, yeah. babe. Uh, yeah. Week was good. Um, it's interesting. I feel like as we've really kind of gotten into the, the rhythm of our weeks right now in this season with june going to school and all that stuff it feels like there's not much new to talk about because we do the same thing every week and some people might hear that and be like that sounds boring or not fun it's not identical it's not identical <laughs> but like we know where we land in the days and it's just like it's so it's so it's very comforting and kind of freeing to just be like yeah. you know I'm, I'm not because i look forward to all of them for different reasons Anyways, what are you laughing at me?
1: <laughs> I'm going back
0: to... <laughs> the wonton killer? I am the wonton killer. <laughs> Fear me. Mojo's Asian cuisine. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. It's delicious. Oh, man. The one thing that we did do mm. is we purchased a one-month membership to a rec center that has an indoor pool. Yes. So...
1: Well, at the end of February, I was just like...
0: We're going to... There's
1: a whole other month, March, before it's warm.
0: Right. Like yeah, it's before it's like warm, warm.
1: Normally warm like yeah this in March.
0: Um and so we have to do
1: something yeah. with these children. So
0: that's added to the rhythm Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays Brooke goes just with the girls. Thursdays it's a family affair. Um, yeah. um <laughs> feeling weird. Did your
1: voice crack a lot when you were that, No, that but age? I had a
0: friend, Brett Van Roden.
1: Oh, don't say his name. Yeah, his
0: name is Brett Van Roden. You can look him up. He's very <laughs> handsome. He's he very, very handsome, he and he's is. got a twin, Chad, who's equally as handsome.
1: He's already married, though.
0: Chad is married. Brett, I think I don't think Brett is. So I would was, hope we would know. Yeah, I would hope I was invited. <laughs> Dang it, Brett! The wonton killer will strike. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brett's voice cracked a lot, oh. like a lot, a lot, and it was My kind of. My brothers
1: did some, but I don't think it was like I think it was a normal amount.
0: <laughs> yeah, one is too many for a guy okay. at that age. Well. You're just instantly embarrassed. Actually, last week during after the Swamp Dragons game, when I was getting in the car, I made my voice crack on purpose, yeah, and I got a pretty good laugh. Like, right. Good game, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good game, everyone. We lost three to four.
1: Well, I remember the transition from when my brother would answer the phone and people would think it was my mom, you know, because he's little, <laughs> you know, and they'd be like, "Hey, Joyce," and he's like, "Oh, uh, this is Taylor," uh, you know, to when they were like, "Oh, clearly, it's yeah. a boy.
0: It's, it's a man. T- it's a man.
1: It's a man.
0: Man." Um, so, yeah. So we got, I don't know where I am in the notes. We got the, the <laughs> rec center passes. They've been great. And then this Friday for our family movie, it was Sonny's turn to pick. We opened up Disney Plus. She saw The Last Dragon. She said, I want that one. We splurged 30 bucks.
1: We did. We did. Early access, baby.
0: We went for it. You know, we're living that kind of life. We're living the car wash membership early access life now. Yeah. Yeah. So It's I mean, a great spot <laughs> to be. <laughs> um. But... And my mom, my mom and dad were giving me our hard time. They're like, oh, you're so fancy. And I'm like, hey, family dinner and family movie night are a huge deal in our house. Yeah. And so I'm not going to hold – I'm not going to do that every week. Thankfully, movies don't come out every week like that. Yeah. But it was okay. The movie was good.
1: The girls loved it. The
0: girls loved it. I, I enjoyed it. But it wasn't – the lack of music in, in it really yeah. took it from like a four and a half stars to like a three stars. Wouldn't you say? Like, would you put it at like three I stars?
1: I mean, it was cute and enjoyable, but it wasn't like, in my opinion, like it was no Moana. It was no Moana. It was no Tangled. Like, that was
0: excellent. Yeah. And I think that's the music.
1: Yeah, probably. I think
0: the music adds like a little bit more heart to a character yeah. that just dialogue can. And I actually felt like throughout the movie, Raya wasn't the best written character. I felt like there were other characters who you connected with more. Like the, I don't want to give it away.
1: Them and them and them. Yeah,
0: but like those two. So, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth the thirty bucks. It is on family dinner night. It is on family dinner. Amen <laughs> to that. Um, but we did that, and now we ordered the samples for the spring collection. Yep. Three new designs, one of which you can see in the show notes as a wallpaper, um, and six reprints. Some from some are old school. Um, <clears throat> and uh, today we are going to do all the segments because the design says, "Be kind to yourself." Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. I say backwards every time, um, and it's pretty self-explanatory. Although I wrote a ton of notes about it, so it's, it's, it's be right? Yeah. Um, but we just—I don't know—I felt like we should have some fun today. Wonton killer kind of got I, that. My
1: voice is feeling a little bit better. Yeah, so and I just do feel like I can do like talk the a sun harder.
0: is shining, the tank is clean, tank is clean. We are ready to just step into spring, and so I felt like. This would be a good podcast to like, just have a little bit of fun. But honestly, what's interesting is I feel like when we do that, we find these little nuggets in conversation with each other. <laughs> I'm familiar with nuggets. <laughs> that, <laughs> yes. That really mm-hmm. go like that really kind of impact people. So if you're one of those people that's like, ah, oh, get over the chit chat so I can get to the meat, you know? Right. I don't know. Are there listeners like that? I hope Maybe. not. But if you are stick around, That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're doing all the segments starting with strong feelings. Do do it. Okay, my strong feelings are I love, 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 love the Babylon Bee, the satire Christian news site. I think that they, I think one, I think satire is super funny. I'm a big fan of satire, just period. But two, they're so good at it. And, and uh, it's very funny. They're, they're both good at, so they have two sites, the Babylon Bee, which is total satire. And then they have the one called, it's, it's not
1: meaning it's not, it's real. not
0: real. Then it's made they to look real. It's made it's to not, look real. It's, like it's not the real. onion or whatever. Yeah. The onion, which doesn't exist anymore. What? I don't think so. <clears throat> maybe it does in some sort of digital capacity, but I think the Babylon Bee is, they're the, they're the leader now wow. in satire. I think.
1: Buzz buzz. <laughs>
0: Um, so they have Babylon Bee, which I think is so funny. And then they have, it's not the bee, which are actual real stories that you think that you think. think this cannot be real. And they are, which is, that's also a little funny. It's, it's funny. That's a little sadder, Yeah. <laughs> but my yeah. strong feelings oh are gosh. love the Babylon Bee specifically. Like this past weekend, I was with my dad. We were at my sister's house and I pulled it, I pulled up their Instagram and was just scrolling through showing him. Cause I've like remembered one that made me laugh and I wanted to show him. And uh, we scrolled through like just the headline, like the Instagram has like the fake headline and the picture. And he was laughing so hard. And when I can get my dad to laugh so hard, it just fills me with so much joy and excitement for life. He Mm. has a good laugh. Yeah. And uh, and it doesn't come out often. I, I would say my dad's probably, you know, a little bit more reserved than the average person. And so, like, you got to really get him going yeah. to get him laughing hard. And the Babylon B did that. So those are my feelings, and they're strong. They're strong feelings.
1: Uh, my strong feelings are that I wrote nothing is better than sunshine. Maybe I should say almost nothing is better than sunshine. Ever yeah.
0: heard of Jesus? Exactly my point. Ever heard of the holy scriptures of the Lord Jesus Christ? Our yep. God is an awesome God, Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end? I have heard have of it. Have you ever heard of that?
1: I have, yes. Okay. I have the first advanced copy downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an influencer. I got it first. Um, I just yeah. have
0: to post 18 stories, 16 feed posts. <laughs> the requirements
1: are insane. It requires my whole life to be devoted, but <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> um,
0: I like it, it.
1: but sunshine is great. Yes, especially when you just feel like like it's never going to be warm again. I'm never going to take my kids outside again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yesterday was warm. What for are the, we
1: doing for
0: the first time in, in our life? And our kids were outside basically all day, and it was June like. was
1: so tired at bedtime. She was like, complaining about her legs hurting. I think they just ached
0: from running. From just running. Yeah. You know, your kid gets like uh, dead bone syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like carrying him to For do everything. Me. Come on, kid. We just got to brush those teeth. <laughs> um, So, those are your feelings. And, and they're, they're strong, strong feelings. Um now we're going to do Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of Mountains of Rushmore. Caw-caw, caw-caw. I'm free. It's spring. He's free. Ooh. It's spring. No lightning. Well, I guess maybe there would be more lightning in spring.
1: In April. In April. April. But he's, he's okay,
0: he's all right right now. Okay. Um of spring summer music. So like it gets starts to get warmer. Which artist do you go to when that happens? Okay. You go first.
1: Me. Um, Ben Rector. Lights. Rosie Golan? Golan? I don't know how to say her last name. Golan. Golan?
0: Yeah, I think it's Golan.
1: Golan. I was like, Golan, like a football.
0: That's Um, actually, she got it. Is it? She was a star wide receiver. That makes sense. And Rosie Golan. And but she got hurt, and then that's and what she like, got. the G. No, no, she got hurt, and then oh, while no, she was recovering that. in the hospital, she got a guitar as a gift.
1: Yeah, and that's maybe even start, a ukulele.
0: That's what started her music career.
1: Um, and then a, that's probably ex- totally accurate.
0: I think that's exactly how it happened.
1: I think she's from like another country or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then Lord, but specifically the album that like the big album. Royals was on. Yeah. It, I mean, she's had a couple big ones. I want to say it was her first. I don't know if that's actually it was her first,
0: first. hit album. Yes. Yeah.
1: I'd rather be wrong. That one has tennis court on it. It's that, good.
0: I know. That's got. And good I'm not some. saying
1: the other albums aren't good. I just haven't listened to them as much as I've. That listened one's to
0: that like one. your go-to summer one. Spring, summer. spring, summer. For me, it's Al City. That's the number one yeah. warm weather. I'm like, <laughs> I'm putting on Al City. It's been on. It's been my cleaning jams the past couple of nights. Um the starting line, which is like emo, pop punk from back in the day, taking back Sunday, which I kinda listen to all year long, but I I basically like rock music, like faster paced rock music. But Al City's kind of the exception. That's like pop punk rock. When when it gets punk, he's like sugar pop. Yeah. Pop, comma, punk. Oh, sorry. Comma. Pop punk. Comma rock. Period? Period. Uh, and then Judah in the line also a a year round thing, but,
1: but maybe certain albums or songs. Yeah.
0: Like I really like their first album in the summer. It's like a little bit more folky. Anyways, those are my Mount Rushmore of spring and summer. Let us know yours in the comments below. Boom. Um, next what I Googled. (laughs) Those
1: are the results showing up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The results ding. Okay. And yeah. So go ahead, babe.
1: Oh, you want me to go first? You keep throwing everything to me. Mine would be Tara Westover family photos. Okay,
0: explain because I ASP, you, know, you gotta explain okay. this.
1: So I'm I'm almost done, but I'm listening to the book Educated, which is a memoir written by Tara Westover. Okay, who I think this book came out a couple years ago. I don't think it's brand new. Yeah.
0: Um, brand new to you.
1: Brand new to me. Like super duper bestseller. Acclaim, yep. all the things. Yep, She's yep, been yep. on all the shows. So she was raised like survivalist off the grid in Idaho. That's a state. Um, <laughs> just like crazy.
0: Mormon family.
1: Mormon family, crazy stories.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, She is not any of those things anymore. She has since gone to school and done all these things. Like She didn't set foot in a classroom until she was 17. Yeah. But she was homeschooled, but no. Yeah, they were just home. Yeah, surviving in a junkyard—it's insane. Um. Anyway, so I was and just like, like when
0: you're listening to it or you're like, this is fiction. Like, is it does no, it is it that I mean, extreme I, or?
1: No, because I I've I like books like this, and right. so I have read read and or listened to enough like just crazy kind of dysfunctional yeah family things, and so I know there's people out there like this, especially back. It, like Hers was like 90s through the early 2000s, like Y2K, some of the other oh, Mormon Y2K. families that got like, yep. um what's the really famous one that got raided? Anyway, they talk about it in this book okay. and like how that's really sent her dad over the edge to think like it's going to happen to us. Like
0: prepare,
1: like if you have any interest in listening to it, it's okay. insane or reading it or whatever, yep. but the girl who or the lady who reads it does a great job.
0: Okay, so, so you, like, you need to see her. I,
1: You know, all the names, have, almost all the names have been changed. And so it's like there's some stuff on the internet, but not a lot. Right. And it's clearly very highly Googled And I was one of them. Yeah. Um, baked oatmeal recipe on walking and Love. <laughs> so I always have to find my own recipes, which I'm so glad I post them because then I can go back and make them. Yep. Um, Gandalf, <laughs> because you were like, how do you spell yeah, Gandalf? Yeah, because
0: I was doing a story. So I Googled yep. it. Yep.
1: Does Target still print photos? Do they? Ours doesn't.
0: Ours doesn't. I think
1: maybe some do, but.
0: What do you need photos printed for?
1: I didn't really find an answer, which was frustrating. Those two frames in the bathroom. Okay, nice. (laughs) Papa John's menu. (laughs) Obviously. Uh,
0: This last one is my favorite. I
1: needed to know. Lastly.
0: Because this might be a strong. This is actually going to lead into a strong feeling for me. Okay. Get ready.
1: What exactly are <laughs> Elsa's powers?
0: Okay. Elsa is yes. not my favorite Disney character. I know. I have very strong feelings about her being a hero. She does not have a lot of attributes of a hero. <coughs> um, yeah, not really. Not really. And her powers seem to be whatever they need to be.
1: She has ice powers. That's like stated yeah in, in ice power
0: until that one there's that one short that we watch with the ki- girls where she just well, changes I the first one yeah, she just changes her dress color. your dress isn't made out of ice, yeah. it's made out of and then fabric she
1: on a new birthday dress,
0: yeah, it bugs me, it's not consistent, yeah, it's not consistent, I have strong feelings about it. She was really mean to her sister for a lot of years, and I don't like it,
1: yeah,
0: I want my girls like to be- i
1: might, I would read on his memoir, it would probably yeah. be.
0: Yeah, Anna Anna should be way more messed up
1: than she is. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Anyways, taking it too literally, I guess. Uh, I googled, I don't know what the was, but Mark Rober. So we're doing, in our rhythm, Wednesday night, which is tonight, the night that we record, Uh, we do family YouTube night. So we try to just watch something a little more educational. Lately, it's just been Mark Rober. So today, I actually googled that. So June could pick out the videos that she wanted to watch tonight. We've also been doing the slow-mo guys. But if you guys have like any educational YouTube stuff that you really like to watch with your kids, please let me know what it is. We've done Zach King, which isn't educational, but it's just like entertaining the magic guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, clean. You know, it's hard like because you never know what's clean.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it's the most subtle thing that
0: you're yeah. just like, oh. I yeah, uh, hope she didn't notice that one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So Google that. I Googled the Canon M50 to see how much it costs because we're giving one away. I think today's the last day, or today's more announcing it. I don't know.
1: Today is in the day you're listening. Yeah,
0: we'll say today's the last said day. Today was Monday. <laughs> <laughs> today, Monday,
1: Monday
0: is the last day to win. Maybe a Canon M50. Uh, I also googled the Seven Fay family, which I mistyped. It should have been Seven Day family. Trying to share that e course, um, and then plugged in Ray and the Last Dragon review. So plugged in is like the focus on the family, kind of like mm-hmm. common sense, but a little bit more more Christian. Yeah. So. I always just like to run the movies through those filters before I'm like, yeah, let's watch this. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is what I Googled. And now the last segment of the day, what I highlighted. Oh oh yeah. I don't have mine. That's
1: okay. I got gotcha. Um,
0: do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first?
1: Uh, if you're like ready, ready, you go first.
0: Okay. So I am reading so far. I'm on track. Mm-hmm. Two books a month. Yep. Not on track with the the courses. Haven't figured out where that lands in the rhythm. Yeah. Because by the end of the day, when I can watch something, it's like, I don't, I don't know if my brain can, can handle theology that late at night. Yeah. Because it's like, I just did bedtime. Yeah. So that took all the energy that I yeah, had left. Yeah, with Ted Bones McGee. Yeah. I know. Um, but I am on track with the two books. So, so I've, I've read four books this year. This is my fifth. Family Revision by, G- by Gandalf, Jeremy Pryor um and it's basically like the the manual for having a family team i've never read it before but i've heard jeremy talk about a lot of it, these things the book is amazing like i i keep telling
1: brand new or no
0: no it's not brand new oh. it's been out for a while <clears throat> uh, i don't think there's a year on it but i've never read it God, um but it's God. basically like how oh 2019 so it's not it's not old but it's not didn't come out last week you um, did get the
1: first advanced copy? No, not like,
0: yeah, I'm okay. not an influencer. Um, okay. So it is basically, so far I'm this far in, about maybe a little bit less than halfway. And it's basically a playbook for building a family team. Basically, it takes the classical family view, which has been used for all of ancient time, the Western family view, which is relatively new, and saying both of these are incomplete for various reasons. Classical families have a lot of strengths that Western families do not. Western families have some strengths that classical families do not, but both have been... Western families have neglected a lot of classical family things, which are important, but neither are complete. How would God want us to raise a family? The the family team model is sort of that to Jeremy. Um, And it's so good. Like, I could easily highlight every chapter.
1: (laughs) That's like the book I'm reading.
0: And so I actually... I feel like because of that, I don't have... Much highlighted.
1: Confusing for the segment.
0: Right. But I do have some stuff highlighted. I'm trying to find it. Um, uh, hold on. Let me find it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Family is designed not only to be an environment, but also to do something. Considering the verbs embedded in our mission statement, multiply, be fruitful, fill, subdue, and rule. Families are designed to function like a team as they grow in number, multiply, Deepen in quality, are fruitful, expand, fill, create order, subdue, and lead rule. That's what God has designed family to do. So good. I'm skipping forward. He's talking about dads. A father who sees himself as a member of a family team views work as part of how he is helping his family succeed, not as a separate endeavor around which he builds his own individual identity. Every morning when he goes to work, it is as if the family is sending him out on a mission to strengthen them by bringing back resources. And so much of this first part is about like how Western culture, the individual is so valued over the family. And so like, and he really, is, he uses a good analogy of like, if you have two siblings, often they think that they are individuals in a family. And so they are vying for family resources. And so they don't have a relationship to each other as well as they should because they see each other as competition. Like if I'm vying for mom and dad's attention, money, stuff, Whatever. et cetera. Yeah then any more siblings are a threat to that, which is like really not good to build family. And that's why largely in America, you see family kind of really struggling in the West. Yeah. All right. Here's a big part. This I couldn't even highlight. I just did the the brackets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This means when a husband begins to identify more and more with his family, a mother will begin to experience her role as part of the team instead of the family being her own private project. As her husband shows leadership and begins to set vision and to work with and through his family instead of apart from it, she will be deeply impacted by the team spirit and discover often for the first time, the true and deepest purpose of her feminine nature. Instead of being the only one who sacrifices, she will see her husband laying down his life to love her and their children. When the husband and wife enjoy God's design for the family, they experience increasing oneness. So it's just like full of just. So good. It's just all so good. Yeah. And I'm going to buy a copy for every member of my family. Nice. Boom. So that's what I highlighted.
1: That's awesome. Okay, so I'm reading, <clears throat> Are My Kids on Track? <coughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> I know. It doesn't feel great. Um, are My Kids on Track? The 12 Emotional, Social, and Spiritual Milestones your children Your Child Needs to Reach. So the basic introduction is all about how, you know, of course, in America, you know, specifically, but in In the West, in a lot of countries, it is very, very common for us to push like educational things. Yep. You know, everybody learns how to read, right? Do all these things and we track it. There's ways of tracking it and knowing like where your kid's at.
0: And, and it's like, you know, by kindergarten, they must know their letter. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, there's very, totally. Yep.
1: And they're not saying that's bad. They're just saying like, it It exists. It is a big priority in most people's parenting journeys yep. for their children. And then we do similar things as far as like physical development with sports and just activities and like are they on track? Can they riding do riding a
0: bike, swimming? Yeah.
1: All et those like skills. And then we've got no way of like talking about or tracking their emotional, social and spiritual milestones. Right. Like so they they pose the question like what if we made it as important yeah. as Those other things. One of the lines was even like, what if we, what if we made it as important as sports in America? Exactly. And then he was like, don't get mad. Like, um, but one of the main things in the introduction is talking about how kids. And so the people who wrote this book, they're family therapists in Nashville. Yep. So they worked with kids for like 40 years or something insane. Uh, we believe, so this is what I highlighted. We believe kids learn more through observation than information. They need to watch us moving towards healthy adulthood, emotionally, socially, and spiritually, in order to have confidence and hope in their own journey. Mm. And that is just, man, that is just so true. I mean, that's like, to give an example, that's like somebody who eventually their parents get divorced and then they believe like, oh my word, it's going to happen to me. There's nothing I can do to change it. If it happened to them, it'll happen to me. And that idea of like, Man, if we, and and the the, one of the, there's three authors of this book. One of them was on a podcast I was listening to and he was sort of speaking on behalf of their counseling service. And he was saying, we really believe that we can only ever take our children as far on their journey as we've gone ourselves. Mm.
0: And I was just like, oh gosh. Yep. Constantly being refined. It's cool. (laughs) It's fun. I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah. Rock tumbler of life. (laughs) Um, And so, I mean, goodness, there's just, there's so much but um that was probably the biggest thing that stood out just like i need to keep and we're gonna do growing learning doing all the things i'm doing so that when whether i can apply that to my kids right now or i can apply that to them when they're 34 right like yeah to not just stall out as an adult and a parent and think i got it i know it all yeah like to kind of just hit like a not coast what's the
0: Cruise control. Cruise control. Nice. Thank you.
1: I was like, auto drive? That's- My car definitely doesn't <laughs> Tesla. Not no, we don't have a Tesla. <laughs> um, and the nice thing about this book is they really break it down into like what it's like for boys and what it's like for mm. girls. And they say, yes, there's similarities, but if you can approach them separately and differently, like you should, you absolutely should. Yep. Um, which
0: is another thing that culture doesn't really encourage anymore. Right. Which is,
1: but it's so fascinating. Yeah. And I even see it like, no, like knowing our girls or like nieces and nephews, just how differently yeah. they process the world yep. and function and the lies they believe even at a young age yeah. are different for mm-hmm. boys and girls. Um, so then the, the other thing, the last thing I'll read that I highlighted is relationship is the bedrock of emotional development for our children. It's the fertile soil that allows them to grow into emotionally healthy adults. Mm. So like, again, to be the example, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times and I'm probably only 50, 60 pages in yeah. this book. They've said, like no, your kids are not listening to you, yeah, like they're watching you, they're watching you, what yeah. you are saying, yeah, they're not I know, yeah. not entirely, right. of course, but like that is not how you get across yeah. to your kids, um
0: yeah, it was I was we were in the car, I think, waiting for Starbucks, and it was like i I showed you this tweet that was like screenshotted, yeah, and it was something like along the lines of like we always say kids are resilient, you know, why are we always saying kids are resilient when s- – uh, we have a whole generation of kids trying to recover from childhood wounds. Right. And it was just like, that was so powerful to me. And I, and I do think kids are resilient in a lot of ways. Like yeah, you well,
1: can. Well, I mean, we've said it on the podcast. Yeah, like, like how do you survive an 11-hour flight to yeah, Hawaii? Like, like kids are, you just do it yeah. and they'll be fine and they'll sleep in the airport. But emotionally,
0: flight. I don't think, I think we, because we don't have those pl- trackers in place. Yes we think that they're just resilient through it and then all things and then in their 30s they're you know going to therapy five times a week because they can't get a job because they're too scared of everyone like or whatever like fill in the blank and so you're just like yeah it needs to be noted and you know you need to walk through it and it's interesting like you reading this book me reading this book it feels like some of the answers that they're pro they're posing here are found here like oh yeah the the deconstruction of the family and the lack of legacy put into our modern day family eliminates relationships that would help develop our young children. And that's why we try to make it a point to have our kids be very involved with their grandparents. Like our grandparents, our parents have things to teach our kids that we do not, Yeah, you know? And so we want them to see that. And so, yeah, it's just like those, and we're going to do a switch swap. We're going to do a classic switch swap when we're done.
1: Oh, of the book. You're going to
0: read that one. I thought
1: you meant right now. I'm going to read like, this oh one. oh my gosh. I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you have more?
1: No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Are you I sure? Mean, okay. Wait, okay, right. Okay. Oh, let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Uh, kids need a front row seat to seeing the grownups they trust, make mistakes, take ownership, and seek to repair the relationship. So at the end of every chapter, you know, it's like practical ideas. Yeah. It's real like, get a feelings chart, put it on your fridge, yeah. you know, watch these movies, read these books. Yeah. It's like literally super yeah. practical things. And that was the one I yeah. highlighted from the section on perspective. Yeah. Just.
0: Yeah. And that's what, one thing we do at dinner. We ask the kids their highlight of the day. And we usually ask if there's any hard points of the day. Yeah. Just because we want them to be able to express those things, even if they're little, even if like yesterday for Sunny, it was she scratched her toe. Like she fell. Yeah. She was barefoot. She fell and scratched her feet. Yeah. Um, and it was hard. And it, like, but if she can tell us about that, and this is this is sort of from, Probably I'm sure that they talk about it here, but I remember it from parenting it with heart. It's like if they can tell you about their scratched toe, they can tell you I about know you're the, listening and know you're listening and there and gonna be empathetic and comforting and when, not
1: just offer a solution, but
0: when their heart breaks at sixteen or when someone yeah. you know hits them or whatever, like you know they then something. know that you're there for them then, and so it's really, yeah. really important. One thing that I do it's a practice that I have in place it's like when our when June or sunny ask, "Hey Dad, can I tell you something or hey, Dad, can I ask you something?" Which is like every eight seconds. Yeah, because kids do that. Like, they just want to know. Yeah. I always answer with the word always. Because yeah. I want them to know that the answer to that question is always. Yeah. I, you can always ask me something, and you can always tell me something. Yeah. From here until the day I die. Yeah. So.
1: Like when Sunny said she wanted to wear Raya's head. Yes. She's, she's watching, like, the first 10 minutes of the movie. She's so serious. She's watching it. I like her head. She's looking right at the TV. <laughs> And I look over at her like, oh, okay, cool. I want to I, I wear her head, and she can wear mine, and I will share with her.
0: <laughs> like, I was like, you've just described one of the greatest movies of all time called Face Off. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> it's, you're brilliant. It's already been done. <laughs> all right, so that was mm-hmm. all the segments. Nice. That was a lot. That was a lot. We don't do them all all the time, but there they all were. Um, and now we're going to talk about being kind to others and being kind to yourself. For Brooke, this is sort of like a No notes. <laughs> no notes. 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 <laughs> no- <laughs> I just love it so much. It's it so uh, the reason
1: amplified.
0: we didn't know what we were going to talk about yesterday. And this sometimes happens. It's not the case every week, but it is the case some of the weeks where we don't know. And then I come up here and I'm like, I'll just start typing and see what comes out. And and so I know the notes because I typed them out. Yeah. Brooke is. I have
1: not read them yet.
0: So this is a little bit of no notes for her, but I, I, like I kind of know where I'm going. So okay, we'll see. We're just, you know. And are you saying see the world or see world? We'll see. Um, so being kind to others, obviously. So I feel like this phrase, y- you and me have probably heard a sermon on being kind to your barista or being kind to the person that checks you out at the grocery store, or being kind to the mailman. And I'm not negating those. The
1: vibe is like, don't negate your small interactions.
0: They all add up. They They, matter. And they do. And they very much do. I do feel like that's pretty common sense, though. I'm going to call that common sense kindness. Like, if you are not kind to the person making your coffee, you have some deeper issues that I think you need to deal with. And Mm -hmm. I don't think a sermon about being kind to that person is going to help you realize, Oh, I need to be kind to that person. Like you're messed up. (laughs) I don't think that's very many people listening to this Mm -hmm. podcast. I think a lot of people in this sphere, the swamp walkers, uh, 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 maybe that's close. Um, the Brooke Courtney fan club, (laughs) I think that they are very good at being kind. And I have some proof of this, Because we, uh, there's a company called Threadbird that handles our fulfillment and they handle our customer service. And they do this for lots of companies. We're not the only one that they do this for. And without fail, Sophia, who handles our customer service mostly, she's like the primary person, will tell us over and over again that our customers are the kindest and nicest and most patient customers that she deals with. And she deals with a lot from a lot of different companies in a lot yeah. of different areas. And so that I know really makes me I know it's just, it's so, it, it's so refreshing to hear that yeah. because that's what we try to do. Yeah. We try to be those people and we're glad that we've built a community of those people. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like we need to talk about like that common sense kindness to this group of people. Right. You already do a great job of it. Keep doing it those small interactions do matter and they make a big impact. And yeah. especially in the day of like division and divisiveness and everybody's on a team being kind to people on the other team is huge. So yeah. keep it up. So I don't really want to talk about that, even though I just did for a little bit. None of that matters.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> None of that matters. Oh, okay. why was I tracking with your story for the last 20 minutes? Then? <laughs> cool.
0: So, but I, I I do think that there's a harder group of people to be kind to consistently. And those are the people that you live with. Mm. Like the people that we live with, our husbands, our wives, our kids, our parents, our roommates get the best of us, but they also most definitely 100% of the time get the worst of us. And so there are times where it is hard to be kind to Brooke and Brooke. What? Brooke, I'm totally kidding. Brooke is better at kindness than i am broke, broke more kind than me um <laughs> and so she might not have to say that statement but i have to say that statement and so there are two things that i do oh that, no
1: i could say oh, okay okay thanks i just like yeah there are times that it's hard to be kind to anybody yeah i think i'm just really good at stuffing my feelings inside so you think <laughs> i'm cool but i'm actually
0: on and, fire <laughs> i'm actually burning <laughs> with the rage of a thousand suns I am sunny in her all red outfit. Mm. Um, And so I think that there are two ways that Brooke and I really practice kindness with each other. And they start before like the smile and the kindness actually take place. You know what I mean? Like being kind to someone is more than just smiling and being cheerful towards someone, being nice. Yeah, kind. So kindness to me, like when Brooke says, I stuff them inside. Kindness. Joy, peace, patience. Kindness. kindness it's a right? fruit of the spirit yeah
1: <laughs> i didn't just make that up that's <laughs> yeah, definitely in, yeah
0: that's, okay. definitely in there we okay. did a whole podcast on it
1: well i know and i've known those since <laughs> like third grade and yet i just panicked
0: is it <laughs> wow 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 um so but Brooke just even saying like she stuffs it down inside which she doesn't but kindness <laughs> in me is pulling that out like like kindness yeah. towards brooke isn't allowing her to live that way and and helping her kind of bring that stuff out Um, But there are two things that I think are really, really good ways to to practice kindness with the people that are in your life daily. Be kind to others. Be kind to the people under your roof. Um, One is not to get easily offended. Um, I once heard someone say that being offended is going off the end. Offended. I don't know if that's really where it comes from. But he's like, and when I go off the end, I am not rational. I am not off off, uh, off the end.
1: I see what you're saying.
0: And he was, you know, he's like using a lot of motions with his hands. I'm going off the end. Okay, I'm am off the deep go, end. Go, yeah. Down go, go. Go. yeah, not good. Okay, yeah, the lightning is striking. The the clouds are forming. Yep. Like it's just not good. And and so when he goes off the end, he he's not rational. He's not compassionate. He's not empathetic. And and so those, if you're easily offended and you're constantly offended, even by little things, like you know, even if Brooke rolls her eyes or makes a gesture or whatever, like whatever, yeah. like something that I could be like, oh, I'm offended. And that is very hard for me. Right, Like I get easily offended from body language specifically. Yes. And so, and from a lack of excitement, I get offended from that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's all stuff that I'm working on. I Still know. being refined in the rock tumbler of life. Yep. Um, But try not to get offended and not getting offended by those closest to you because I often think that they don't like 99% of the time, Brooke doesn't mean it that way. No. Maybe 998 percent of the time. yeah, She doesn't mean that way. And so I shouldn't take that way, but, but that takes work. And when I am offended, but from Brooke, I'm not kind to her. Like I, I get into a defensive posture. And when you're being defensive towards someone, your kindness isn't a, isn't an attribute that you're drawing from, Yeah, you know, you're drawing from fear, you're drawing from anxiety, you're drawing from hurt, like whatever it is, whatever the chair behind you is, it's not kindness. Um, and I do think that the chair behind you can be kindness, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's one. Way, that's one quick way that I do it is like I try not to be offended, and I am not good at that.
1: You are way better than you used to be, and I'm
0: way better than I used to be. I will not say that. Um, and so
1: I think, can I say something yeah, about not being absolutely. offended? Unless you were, no. Can no,
0: no. I keep talking about
1: it? Um, for me, I think that not being offended, because this goes for anybody, looks like like uh, sometimes if I sorry, I'm like processing this right now uh sometimes i'm offended by what i think they meant
0: almost which is so
1: interesting because they talk about it in this book specifically for girls and women yeah it's both natural to us and it's learned yeah to like dramatize the drama so just like well i'm going to say something even more extreme yeah to get attention or to prove my point or to prove i'm hurt yeah or whatever and so like i i'm not always offended by like the first thing somebody says like I just took their statement as is. Right. That's not offensive. Right. And then I sort of spiral with it for like yep. the next few hours.
0: And all and of a sudden, it's like yeah.
1: a con- like I'm having a conversation we've never actually had. Yeah. And then I'm offended. Yeah. And I'm like, right. Okay, R- rein yeah. it in, bro. Yeah. And like, the
0: person has no idea that that's oh my happening. Goodness, no. And then and then and when you have that conversation, didn't mean that at all. Right. And then they're kind of shocked by your lack of kindness when you come and back. Yeah. yeah. And so, not be easily offended. And I think a way to not be offended easily is, is sort of my second point of being kind to others, is tr- trying to especially, and I'm specifically speaking to the people that you're close with and that you're around all the time, is to understand expectations. And we talk about this all the time. Yeah. But this is this is the reason that most people are offended. This is the reason most people get mad. This is the reason most people get angry. This is the most people people spiral into those feelings <laughs> is because they don't know expectations. They have no idea what expectations are. They don't know if their expectations are being met. Or if they're meeting someone's expectations, so there's yeah. all this gray area to just like swirl around in and get swirly feelings about. Yeah, and so having an understanding of expectations is so huge to having a kind spirit because when you understand expectations, you know that like they're not, they don't mean anything else. Like like yeah. if like if you ask me to do something for you, and I understand those expectations, right? I know that if you're frustrated or angry later it's not because of me right and so i don't have to go on the defensive and stop being kind to you because i'm unsure about what i did or didn't do like i know that like oh i know it's not for me so there must be some real hurt there yeah let me try to be kind and figure out what it is yeah instead like if we don't understand expectations and brooke is upset I might think like, oh, what did I do? What didn't I do? And, I, and there are still times where I do think that. Yeah. But if I understand the expectations, I'm quicker than to ask her, hey, did I do something that I'm not aware of? Yeah. Because what I am aware of, what I know you expected from me, I know that I I, I lived up to that or I'm working on that or whatever. Yeah. And so there, it, it's, it's kind of a weird way, I think, to link to kindness. But for me, it works. I don't know. Do, do you feel like that makes sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, like practicing kindness in communication. Like, like yeah. you go back even further from right. expectations, well, how do you know some of yes. expectations? It's because we've talked about it. I have that written down. Is that on the next yes. page?
0: It says, what? I think understanding expectations leads to better communication and better communication leads to a kinder spirit. That's way better. Yeah.
1: Said, written.
0: So well, I got to those, type it out. Those again. words better. Um, and so, so again, and this is a question that Brooke and I ask each other all the time. What, what does it? Know? No, no. What do, what, do, what are your expectations? What do you of me? want for okay? Lunch. What wasn't what burger are we in? Um, so many so many so many wontons. Do you want wontons? Um, <laughs> Samsonite. I knew it start with an S though. Um, and so though that that's just one way that we do it is we understand each other's expectations and we try not to be offended. And I think if you can do those two things well, mm-hmm. kindness will be easier to grasp, easier to go to quickly. Yeah. Um, and like we talked about last week, like if you're practicing a critical spirit in a restaurant, you're going to practice a critical spirit at home. Yeah. And so if you're practicing a lack of, if, you, if you're not, if kindness isn't your first go-to at home, I think it works actually the reverse way. If kindness isn't your go-to with your kids and your wife and your, house and your spouse and all that kind of stuff, will kindness be your go-to with your barista? And so like, I actually well, think...
1: Like, yeah, it could go either way. Yeah. For some people... Yeah, they're going, well, I can be kind to this person I yeah. want, but I'm not going to be kind to my right.
0: in-laws. Yeah.
1: You know, and then the other way around. And so, some people.
0: you know, like all things that we say, it's just like you got to flex that muscle of kindness. And, I, and for me, the expectations and the not being offended are two ways that I kind of battle lack of kindness in my life. Mm. Um, so so that that is basically being kind to others. And I have a couple of quotes and verses I want to read about that. Um, this is from St. Basil, 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 St. Basil. I don't know. You know, that's it. We'll call him, we'll say St. Basil. Okay. Like
1: no. a basilisk.
0: Like a ba- St. Basilisk. Fang. <laughs> a tree is known by its fruit. A man by his deeds. A good deed is never lost. He who sows courtesy reaps friendship. And he who plants kindness gathers love. Uh, Proverbs 21, 21, 21. whoever 21, whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life. Righteousness and honor. Proverbs 31:26. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teach, the teach of kindness is on her tongue. Uh Job 6, 14, he who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the Almighty. I really love that. Mm. Because like that is kind of what we're talking about today. Like, don't because we do withhold kindness when we're mad or offended or upset or frustrated, our expectations aren't met. And so if we talked about our expectations, we wouldn't be as quick to withhold that kindness. Uh, from someone in our lives, um, and then Galatians five twenty two to twenty six. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Against such thing there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and being one another. And so, like kindness. As a believer and follower of Jesus, kindness should be radiating from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know often if it is. I think niceness does. I think a lot of Christians radiate Polite. niceness, politeness, that's which I'm not very saying. Different, it's though. very different. And it's and that's one of those like tension points where it's like you kind of have a hard time really explaining the difference. But I think in your in your daily life, you know you know, oh, I'm just being polite and I'm not really being kind at all. Right. Uh, and so I would say try when you feel that tension, obviously lean towards kindness because a fruit of the spirit is not politeness. It's kindness. Right. Um, And so, yeah, so just really try to practice being mm-hmm. kind with the people in your life. Like, you know, make an effort of it this week, make an effort of it today, you know, this hour or whatever, like, and and really try to not be offended, understand those expectations so that, kinder spirit can kind of radiate through your home. Mm -hmm. Um, the next one, uh, is being kind to yourself. So we wrote that on the shirt, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. Um, and I think that this one, I think that there's a lot of ways to be kind to yourself. Um, but I think that it's easier to understand how we're not kind to ourselves. Um, I think all of us, depending on who we are, how we were raised, our personality, et cetera, et cetera, we can it does not take someone long to know. Like if you ask someone, what are their faults? What right. are the things that they're bad at? People are, people know those things and they, they might not want to admit it. But if you ask someone, Hey, what are you really good at? Like, ah, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I just, I just live my life. Like, you know, people are, but in, in, in our hearts and in our minds, you know, we often are very negative about ourselves. Um, and some, yes. sometimes that happens because of the way that we've, see her reflection. Sometimes that happens because of the way an interaction went. Um, and so this one feels like it could be, we could go a hundred different directions because people are unkind to themselves in a lot of different ways. Yeah. So I'm just going to speak about a way that I'm unkind to myself, okay. um, yeah. that I struggle with. And, um, Brooke's very aware of this. Um, and, uh, and, and then ways that I combat that, um, because it's not good it's not good to be super unkind to myself to go down what I call a rabbit hole of darkness. Um, so for me, um, and I, and I've actually, you know, I've been battling with it lately. Um, it's nothing I do matters. All of this is pointless. Right. No one cares. I'm dumb. I should just not do anything like that is. And obviously that is an extreme version of the spiral. Yeah. Um, but the spiral starts of like, no one cares. Like no one cares. This is dumb. Like that's kind of where it starts. And so in my high school age, TJ version of myself, I had no way to combat this. I wasn't really walking closely with the Lord babe i didn't have have yes i didn't have you know and this is not uh like a call out to my parents i think no i think that generationally speaking emotions have not been a priority for many generations and we're now just starting to realize oh we should probably talk about them yeah they matter um and uh and so i would spiral into this like but but again i'm not like I'm not harming myself. I'm not going down that. It's just like, it's in my head. Like it's always in my head of just like, nothing matters. I don't matter. Why do I do what I do? Like no one cares. Like that, that is the line. That is the lie that the devil has kind of spoken to me that I sometimes find myself believing. Um, do our t-shirts matter? Do my words matter? Like, and I can spiral. And so this is a version of me not being kind to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know this to be true. I was created in the image of God. Brooke loves me for who I am. Yeah. Like I'm constantly being refined. Like Jesus died for my sins. Like I know those things to be true. And so here are ways that I try to combat that unkindness to myself, to be kind to myself. Mm-hmm. And I have six ways, but I I'm sure there's more. These are yes. just the six that I was like, these are, these are my go-tos. The first is that I ask and I pray and I cry out to God to refresh me, renew me, give me a new heart, give me a clean heart, show me, show me who I am to him. Yeah, You know, Reveal to me how he loves us. So I usually listen to that song, how he loves us. And then I weep and then I'm fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Number two is I worship. I worship the Lord in song. I think that throughout scripture, you can see worship and praise and lifting up your hands as a way to interact with God in a way that like brings hope and joy and understanding to your your life. Um, And so I do that at home by myself while I'm doing the dishes and I do it at church with lots of people. Right. Um, and so that's just like a big way. And so like I told Brooke recently, I'm like, I am listening to a lot of worship music because I'm at that place. And and I think, and I've learned this about myself right now. I'm at that place because we haven't released a collection in a while. And I know that about myself now. Yeah. Like, I know that like, not that I, not that my only purpose in life is the success of a collection. And I know that about myself, Yes, but that, That does bring me a lot of fulfillment. My work brings me a lot of fulfillment. And so there has been a point in time where work is more spread out than it used to be. So that constant fulfillment is not there as much. And so this is where I feel like I need to cry out to God and say, you fulfill me, Lord. I know that my fulfillment is in you. Mm -hmm. And, And that is really what helps me prevent spiraling. But I know myself. so. Um, and, and, and this is number three, this is a huge way that has helped me kind of not go to these unkind places towards myself is developing language to discuss how I feel sometimes towards myself with Brooke, with myself, like just literally understanding the language of my brain and knowing why, like it, I am the way I am. Yeah. You want to read something? Chapter
1: one, emotional vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they talk about how, like, this is so intentional in yeah. the first chapter yes, because it is the foundation of everything. Yeah, um, It all starts with the milestone of vocabulary. Emotional literacy is the prerequisite to regulation, practice empathy, resourcefulness, and a healthy interpersonal relationship. We should feel a strong sense of urgency to weave emotional literacy into the daily rhythm of our families and classrooms. Prioritizing these milestones will shape who our kids become as yes. people. Yes. And it's like... We, I'm not saying you or I had no right no, 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 no. As kids. absolutely not. but we have developed so much more in the yes. last two, three years of our life as a married couple that's been just such a yeah like game changer
0: and you know one of the big ones for us, two of the big ones one was the chair behind us, the mm-hmm. metaphor that uh, my friend Dr. Josh gave us where it's like I'm acting this way, but the real reason is this empty chair behind right. me that's that the real reason yeah. down in there but yep. and so that metaphor has been literally. super helpful. Um, and then two is the enneagram, and I know that Christians are like all cancel culture on the enneagram now for because of a blog post, I guess. But it is a tool. It's a tool that helps, it is a resource. and if you it helps you, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> but not today. I'm not going there today. Yeah. Um, and so the language that has helped me understand those emotions have really helped me to battle those emotions and those feelings about myself. And when I feel myself spiraling. I'm at the, you know, there's the learning tunnel, which you want to go down. It's great. Everybody's, everybody's going down the learning tunnel. We want to dig deeper into the learning tunnel. Okay. The darkness rabbit hole. You don't want to go down. You want, yeah. You want to put some caution tape up there. Yeah. And so my Brooke is my caution tape. I go to her and I say, Hey babe, I'm feeling this way. I'm frustrated. I can tell. You can tell usually before I can, um, because of your wisdom and your grace and your beauty. (laughs) Um, but, and I get there a little bit, bit slower. Um, and so Brooke allows me to utilize that language that I'm learning about my emotions yeah. and talk to her about it. And we can get out of that place. I stop the spiral. Um, yeah. s- so, those are the by f- naming it. Yeah, naming it. Like just understanding. You know. Yeah.
1: It's like okay. my
0: leg is broken. I
1: was literally just going <laughs> to say, my stomach hurts. And you go, okay, why? Like, is this something yeah. you ate? Is it you start to go through yeah. trying to figure out what it is specifically? Yes. Cause if you don't know, you're just like, that's a bummer. Yeah. Hope you feel better. Like I can't, yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And usually like my first tell is like, I start getting stressed about things that I shouldn't be stressed about. Yeah. That's my number one tell. But the Enneagram has helped me figure that out because sevens and stress, they go to ones and they become perfectionists and I become very detail oriented in kind of the worst way about (laughs) some would say critical. I think my wife just said critical. (laughs) Um,
1: that is that is literally <laughs> a one. I, I didn't mean that to be critical. You mean
0: you get super critical? Yep. Yeah. You? No. no. I've never I don't what? know. You, the wonton killer? No. <laughs> um and so so but that's been super helpful. So those are the first four. I'll go over them real quick. Pray, ask the Lord, ask him to help me. Yep. Two, I worship the Lord. Yep. Three, I have developed language to talk about those actual okay. emotions. Right. Four, I have a person to talk about those emotions with. Um, who's very wise and beautiful. I don't know if I said that. Um, and then number five I have is my kids. My kids help me see the love of the father. And that is so, so helpful to me that like I can go to be the dad of my children and have the tiniest insignificant blip of a view of how deep the father's love for us is. And if I do that, if I'm refreshing that daily, you know, I don't go to that place. Yeah. And it's super helpful. Um, and then this one might surprise people, but I think it's important. And I think it actually does help is a fruit of the spirit, self-control. Um, yeah, I think a lot of times, most of us are the most unkind to ourselves when we lack self-control. Health is an easy, that health is an easy one. You start looking a little bigger, the mirror, you start looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, Ooh, I shouldn't have eaten that whole cheesecake over the (laughs) sink like an animal. (laughs) I need to practice more self-control. When
1: Michael says, "When we say he ate an entire, entire pie," and when we size
0: pie, pie. <laughs> um, and so I think that self-control, like when we lack self-control, we start to be unkind to ourselves. I'm never good enough. I'm not going to do it. I'm and, and I'll not, never change. I'll never change. Be yeah, I'll never be better. And so having practicing self-control and flexing that muscle over and over again yeah. really does help me be kinder to myself because mm-hmm. it it allows me to see like, okay, TJ. You read two books in January. You read two books in February. You see the lion and the bear. You can battle Goliath. Like, you yeah. have been consistent. You have practiced self-control. Be kind to yourself and keep practicing it. My my turnover rate from a mistake... Or, like, let's use diet-specific. I try not to eat sugar on the weekdays. Yeah. Let's say I have a piece of sugar right now. Like so Just pop just just a, sugar, pop a cube. sugar cube in right now. I... And I am easier on myself to recover from that yes. because of this, because I can look back and say, okay, I've practiced self-control before I can get back there. Yeah. Like the, the recovery rate is quicker. And I think the being kinder to myself is quicker because of the self-control that I can see in the past. So yeah. that's number six. Anything to add to that, babe?
1: No, that's real good. My ways are all very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, and so mine's definitely just
0: even. You don't spiral quite as rapidly as I do. I mean, that's, that's, no. that's me. Strongly, agree. strongly disagree. They're yeah. quick. They're right. intense. Right. They burn bright. Right. Brooks, you're steady Eddie.
1: Mine's all. Yeah. And when I do, it's, it doesn't, it, I,
0: it doesn't look like that.
1: It doesn't look like that, but, but in our heads, it's very, it's a very similar conversation yeah. I think going on, but mine, I I physically feel swirly. I mean, that's yeah. why I invent like I came up with that phrase when yeah. i like, late high school and yeah. into college, like, it's this feeling in my chest, stomach of just like, things are swirling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with all of those ways too. Yeah.
0: And so, what, it. And, and honestly, like our, our hope for this design, be kind to others, be kind to yourself, you know, the be kind to others, you, most, most people are really good at that. Like, I, I am encouraging you to stay positive about yourself in the way that you are kind to others. Mm-hmm. Most of you are very good at that keep doing it. Yeah. The be kind to yourself is something that often is more of a struggle. And so our hope is that when you look down at the shirt and, or the sweatshirt or you have it on your phone wallpaper or it's a sticker or wherever, however you get to buy it that's in your budget, um, that you are reminded that you are created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. He loves you so much. So you should be kind to yourself. Yeah. And that is so valuable. And if you have trouble with that, call on the Lord, ask him for help praise him, praise him, and uh, try to see yourself through his eyes. Mm. Boom. I'll preach. There it is. Um, thank you for listening. Thank yes. you for making us part of your week. Um, we really, really appreciate it. We are so thankful for the comments and the YouTube and the live commenting. Like, I cannot express my gratitude enough at how much that encourages me, especially in this weird sort of season that I just sort of described I've been in. Um, this collection will come out april 9th at 9 p.m eastern yes i will april 9th 9 p.m eastern yeah in case you're wondering um and so if uh it's in in your budget uh, that'd be awesome to support us that way we actually don't do ads on the podcast because of that Uh, and we don't do ads on youtube anymore i tried it it wasn't worth it yeah um but thank you for listening thank you for making us party week anything just anything that nope nope okay i love you bye. bye